You're listening to the EE Podcast. My name is Dane Thomas. I was chatting with a friend the other day and they're not a social media person or a marketing person or whatever. They're more of a passive user of social media, which I, I forget that that's probably like 90% or 95% of social media users are consumers, you know? And the real head fuck around social media is even those of us that are quote unquote professionally using it, the marketers, the influencers, the educators, we're also consumers. So we get sucked into the vortex, right? And, and a lot of us, we're learning how to create from watching other creators. And that's natural and everything, but there's a downside to it. And the downside is, is this. It's like people, people who are really deep in, the, in like using cash and money, you know, when you're pulling money out of the ATM and you're thinking in terms of money and bits of paper. Oh, I've got, you know, 10 of these bits of paper that are worth 100, that's 1,000, there's 3,000 left. And you're treating it as a, as a real thing because it, it is real when it relates to your, your food or your petrol or your rent or whatever, right? But what that does, that transacting with it, that touching it, that being in amongst it, it really blocks the bird's eye view. Like it really, it really makes it hard to think about economics, you know, and financial systems and currency. You know, these these are much higher levels of looking at money than like I got I got eight hundred in my pocket, I got twelve hundred left in the account. You know, that's that's a very in the weeds way of thinking about money and it's it's not doesn't lead to any level of mastery over that over that resource, right? So with social media, you know, I'm on the shit every day. I'm sending pictures of fucking the most offensive shit to my to my bro, to Tyron Mowbray and to Sigourney, Sigourney Bell. I'm just constantly sending them borderline racist or morbid or, you know, like a shocking family guy moment or like a fucking person with severe handicap throwing punches or tap dancing or whatever. You're just the weirdest things that I can find, you know? And then to someone else I'm sharing like um, more like mystical esoteric memes and you know and it's and then to another friend we're, we're discussing like things like gender identity and politics and sharing back bits of information and stuff like that what am i trying to say we're so in it you know we're using this thing there's these random things showing up in front of me and i'm like oh my god that's crazy i gotta send it to tyrant okay oh that's beautiful i'm gonna send it to bridget or to mia or to you know whoever and it's like <laughs> this this i'm in it right but i also try to discipline myself to sit back and look at the storytelling and the context frames that people are layering around themselves and what is that what am i talking about what does that mean well you know i was teaching something in in the esoteric entrepreneur academy today and it was along the lines of like you know i remember back in 2014 2015, the vulnerable share was all the rage, you know, on Facebook. People would be crying on their videos and expressing their vulnerability. And 
it was um, real and it was also like a marketing tactic. And that, but it's just one, it's one method, right? And doing a rant is another thing or sharing a hot take or a polarizing opinion. These are all different sort of prompts or frames for creating content. And because we use social media as our, in many ways, as our diaries and as our sort of social expression, you know, here I am with my family in a restaurant. Oh, here's a picture of my kids and my baby. You know, you've got to question whether that's great or not, whether you want pictures of your infants on the internet and stuff like that. But we don't really think about it. We just train into just spewing everything through there which if you're a consumer user, that sort of makes sense. Here's my breakfast. Oh, that looks tasty, John. You know, that's, that's sort of like regular human use. But if you're seeking to tell stories and influence and what, what you should be doing, not really that anyone should anything, but if, if you're wanting to build influence, really you want to become a master of context. And I think Gary Vee said this, might have come, I think pretty sure it come from him, it's like content is king, but context is God, right? I've thought about that phrase for years since I first heard it. What does it mean? You know, if you are a business coach building your brand and selling high ticket stuff, right? Selling 5K, 10K, 15K, 20K plus programs, right? And then you do vulnerable shares where you're crying because you fucking fucked up your tax bill or you you have had some business crisis right that's not a good look i don't know who you know who taught you that out of the vulnerable share that's that's a bad way to use it because you are undermining your own authority and this is very nuanced because i'm not an advocate i also hate how fake it all is right like i i don't know if you know but the majority of people are portraying exaggerated or completely fake results on social media. You know, on TikTok, they have these things where they go up to people and they're like, oh yeah, I have $2 million in my bank account. You know, statistically, they can't, there's not that many people in that position. It's just, it's just not a fact, right? Um, but people are portraying themselves differently than they are. So on the one hand, what am I saying? Don't destroy your context by, by confusing the message. If you're going to be a leader for people, you need to have a level of having your shit together. Not fake having your shit together, but also not sharing the wrong vulnerable stuff. Now, let's say you are a business leader. You could vulnerably share about the challenges you went through three or six months ago and how difficult that was and what you've learned from it that's actually really powerful. But if you share a video today in your lostness and you just kind of vomit it all out, what you've actually done is collapse your integrity and authority. And if I was gonna buy something from you, now I'm not, because I'm like, that guy is all over the fucking place. That's, I do not wanna come into that person's um, field. I don't wanna come into their container and trust them to guide me because they, they don't really seem like they know what they're doing. We want to hold some degree of king or queen energy, right? Again, not by faking it, but by having that together. So the, the storytelling is a nuanced art whereby we want to be building context frames. We want to be sharing the parts of our life that are most relevant and supportive to move the narrative along. And I think this is where a lot of people struggle. Like, 
what are the actual thing I, like if I unpack where I'm at right now, right? I'm really choosing the spiritual business niche. That's where I want to sit for the next couple of years at least, right? I know I'm an evolving being. I'm not going to tell you I'm going to talk about the same shit for the next 20 years. But for the next three, I'm going to mostly be focusing on spiritual business as my core theme. Now, there's other core themes that are relevant with me, things like shadow work, things like um, personal and spiritual development, things like sexuality uh, and working with taboos, things like um, unpacking flaws and glitches in the new age movement in the personal development industry. Um, that kind of stuff, right? But also things like maps and models and underlying structures and systems of uh, psychological health and well-being and development and also things like magic. How does magic manifestation work? That's kind of a ballpark of the majority of the themes you're going to see me talking about, right? Even if I do a TikTok where I'm doing a green screen and I'm fucking yelling about something like conservative Christians getting upset about Satanism or whatever, I'm actually framing something there. I'm actually framing like, yeah, I'm not one of these conservative Christian characters. I'm actually comfortable with the dark. I'm actually comfortable with the occult. I'm actually comfortable with the statue with horns on it. That's fun for me. That's not a scary thing. We shouldn't worry about it. Even though it might look like just some random thing, it's actually serving a context frame. You know, I want people who join my stuff to be the people who are comfortable or at least interested in integrating their darker aspects. You know, it's gonna be the witchy and wizardy folks. It's gonna be the embodied uh, people who have made friends with their bodies. It's gonna be people who have some level of earth connection or they work with occult and esoteric themes. You know, like that's who I most want to find me. And so I'm positioning myself as one of them and I'm taking a stand against not one of them, yeah? And, and this, is, this is all about context building. Also this idea that like, we, you know, the internet influencer game and the content game, we're storytelling, right? Um, right here I'm documenting my journey and my thoughts around esoteric entrepreneurship and around my journey as an entrepreneur. You know, I'm not really telling you about my dating life. Sometimes on a podcast, they get asked about it. I'm not hiding it. There's, there's things in there that I you know, don't mind sharing. But I'm not desperately trying to get in front of people and tell them, oh, did you know that I have been open relating for you know, seven years and I dated this woman and I'm married to this person who's traveling and I'm, you know, my philosophy is this. Nothing wrong with it, but I just don't really feel like it's what I want to be categorized as or what I want to be getting invited to speak about. I'm not going to be selling programs on that. I'm probably not going to write many books about that right now. I might in the future. I might when I'm when I'm 12 years deep, I might write the bomb how to be a open relating entrepreneur or something, you know? I don't know, but I somewhat curate what I'm talking about whilst sharing pretty authentically, pretty spontaneously, and what's alive for me in a given moment. And that, that's sort of how my ethos sits on social media at the current time. I'll be sure to let you know if it evolves, as it evolves, I'm sure it will, over the next couple of years. That's all for now. Thank you for listening. 
please share this podcast to people who might benefit from it. Um, share it on your socials, link it to them. And if you want to know more about the Esoteric Entrepreneur Academy, please get in touch. You can DM me through Instagram or Facebook. You'll be able to find me or you can DM the Esoteric Entrepreneur Academy on Instagram. That's all for now. Peace.